Hey, welcome back to the Agnes London podcast. I'm your host Sophie and I'm back after a short two-week break with another episode. This week I'm chatting to Eve, founder of Bundly. We're chatting all about Eve's favourite parts of running Bundly, how rental is the future and everything you need to know about renting baby clothing. I hope you enjoy the episode and find it as interesting as I did. Hey Eve, thank you so much for agreeing to come on my podcast. Hi Sophie, thanks so much for having me. I'm really excited for this chat. Me too. So I should probably say that you are the founder of Bundly, which is a baby clothing rental service. I've chatted to a few founders of like adult clothing rental services, so I'm interested to see how it compares. Yeah, there's definitely kind of a lot going on in the rental space. Yeah, yeah, it's a massive... So do you want to start off by telling us a little bit about yourself and your background and where the idea for Bundly came from? Yeah, so yeah, my name's Eve Keke um, and I founded Bundly back in 2018 now, kind of two years now. And yeah, I'm the eldest of my family, so my siblings are quite a bit younger than me. So when I was growing up, there were always so much baby stuff (laughs) in the house and it seems like we always had like mountains of mountains of these outgrown baby clothes that kind of never seemed to stop so I think that kind of sparked a little seed of an idea in my head about just this waste that comes with having a baby and then I spent a year studying abroad in America and over there they have Rent the Runway which is huge um it's a designer women's wear rental service and me and my friends would always like rent dresses for nights out and it was just really normal out there so I think I kind of linked the two concepts together and just realized like why aren't we renting clothes for babies when they're getting free clothes the fastest so yeah so I started Bumbly back in 2018 I did do go back to uni to kind of do a research project about baby clothing rental just to kind of consolidate my ideas and get feedback from parents and then I took it from there. Mm. So when you were collecting feedback from parents were they like oh yeah this is a really good idea can't believe no one's done it yet or you know what was their thoughts on it? Well back then I think I was like collecting feedback like around like 2016-2017 so this seems like ages ago now but I think people's opinions were slightly different back then because there weren't really women's wear rental services Mm. in the UK they've only seemed to really crop up over the last couple of years so back then it was like having to explain the whole concept of renting clothes and then the additional concept of doing this for babies Um, so I think people were a bit more hesitant back then but I definitely like seen a shift in parents' opinions since then, especially as like the rental industry is growing. Mm. So did you have an interest in the sustainable aspect when you started or did that grow along the way? Yeah, no, I was always interested in sustainability like from the get-go and that's something that I've always like tried to make those changes in my life but I knew, I basically knew that I always wanted to run a business but Mm. I didn't know what I wanted that business to be and I was always kind of like waiting for the the right idea so I'm definitely that person who always has a notebook full of ideas and like my iPhone notes app has so (laughs) many ideas but I was always waiting for one that stuck with me and when I had the idea for Bundly it like really resonated with me because it had like sustainability at the core Mm. and that was so important for me I did not want to create a business that was bringing more junk into the world like that just doesn't sit right with me at all it was just great that I could do this rental service and it had sustainability built into how the whole model operates 
Um, and it just means that as a company grows, our sustainable impact grows as well. So it's nice to have that alignment. Mm, definitely. And I think as well, even if like sustainability wasn't at the core of it, it's still a really great idea for babies and for parents. Because, yeah. you know, like you say, babies are always growing and always need new clothing. But even if parents weren't necessarily interested in sustainability, it's still an idea that I'm sure a lot of them would want to buy into. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of like additional benefits that comes with it. Mm. Like it's so convenient. Just the fact that like babies outgrow seven clothing sizes in their first two years. That's crazy. So like imagine having to go to the shops like basically every few weeks slash couple of months you're having to buy a whole new wardrobe. Mm. So I think the convenience of renting is something that parents really love. And I think it's just like that combination of the two of them because quite often sustainable options are harder or like more challenging or take more time or are more expensive. Mm. Um, but with renting, it's actually more convenient and you're, it's more affordable. So it, it has a lot of additional benefits. That's why I'm literally so ready for the rental revolution. <laughs> I just feel like the world, yeah, the world needs it. Yeah, I know. The more I think about it, the more I think that literally all aspects of our lives can kind of switch over to the (laughs) rental side of things. Exactly. And I think we're definitely starting to do it, like, especially like millennials, like Mm. we're so used to this idea of not owning stuff, whether that's not ever owning our own property, (laughs) which kind of looks like it'll be the way. But just the fact that like, so few of us even like own a car, like we're always just jumping in Ubers or like, borrowing cards through zip car so yeah I think I think it's the way Mm, yeah I definitely think it is the future so I'm curious where the clothing comes from and what happens to the clothing when it's no longer being rented out because I know the the women's wear platforms that I've spoken to they are all peer-to-peer and obviously I imagine Mm -hmm. that's slightly harder for baby clothing how do you maintain sustainability in that aspect yeah so we produce the clothes ourselves so yeah, the peer-to-peer model wouldn't really work because parents don't want to have to be holding onto these clothes and renting them out and then there's no point them getting the clothes back because they're not going to wear them again. Mm. So we create our own range of clothes and we then rent that out to families. I don't come from a fashion background. Like I studied like business and stuff, but I basically found myself having to design a whole range of baby clothes. Luckily, I work with like an amazing factory who specialise in baby clothes um, and they just really know what they're doing. So we created a range which is really durable, made of really great quality cotton and also in like really nice simple designs. It's basically good quality basics. I call it a capsule wardrobe for your baby. Mm. Um, It just means you've got like all the cool pieces covered and you can still add in other pieces and mix and match. Maybe you get gifts and pieces from friends, but at least you know you've got the core wardrobe covered. But yeah, it was important for me to work with a factory that I could actually go and visit. So Mm. that's why we worked with a factory based in the UK because obviously they've got ethical credentials, but I wanted to also be able to like see that for myself. And also it just really helped me learn about how the whole process of creating clothes works. <laughs> Basically, should I talk you through like what happens? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> right of itself. So, okay, so we send out this capsule wardrobe of clothes um, to the families and they can keep the clothes for as long as they like. So we run off a monthly subscription, mm-hmm. um, which basically means they pay monthly to rent these clothes. So if your baby's growing faster, you can swap 
the clothes for the next size up as quickly as you need it. And if they're growing a bit slower, you can keep hold of the clothes. And then once the clothes are returned to us, we professionally clean them and we also sanitize them using ozone, which is like an environmentally friendly sanitization method. And we'll quality control the clothes. So there may be some pieces that are returned with stains, which is very normal when you have a baby, like life gets messy. Like we expect some pieces be returned like that mm. and there is like rental insurance included within the bundy subscription so like parents never have to worry about that quite often we are actually able to get rid of some of the stains just because we have like professional methods that are available to us but when we're not able to get rid of the stains we recycle those garments so they're recycled as like textile waste mm, cool that's really cool that you designed them yourself i had no idea yeah well it, it wasn't my intention when I started the business but I actually found it really hard to find the quality of clothes that we were looking for because mm. most baby clothes are created like the ones you find on the high street are created for one baby to wear for a couple of months and then to be thrown away but, like they're not actually created for longevity mm. so yeah that's why we have our own range but actually coming soon is something we've been working on it is collaborating with other brands so we actually have some brands that we're going to start renting out in a couple of months time um, and they're all amazing like they're all sustainability focused and yeah they just bring such variety to the bundles because at the moment as I said it's like a core capsule wardrobe but these branded pieces have like really cool prints and like really cool designs and yeah excited for them. oh that's really cool yeah i imagine lots of baby clothing brands would want to join in and get on board with that so yeah the pieces that you designed like two years ago are they still in rotation now yeah, exactly. So we're we're currently working out like what the lifespan is mm. of a rental garment. And we're actually doing like a research project into that. So we have like a tagging system on our garments. So we're able to see like how many families they've been rented by. So yeah, we it's still like to be found out. But we're kind of going off the assumption that they'll be rented by around five families. Um, but obviously it'll vary item to item to so say cardigans will last mm. far longer whereas like a simple like vest bodysuit maybe that's only able to be rented by three families so we're at the moment collating all that information mm, yeah so a lot of research going yeah. behind it <laughs> yeah and it's quite a time extensive process as well just because like each family rents bundling normally for around three months yeah. so for us that information back actually takes quite a while yeah exactly and the longer you are around and the longer you're doing it the more information you'll have yeah yeah I think that's quite a common thing with small businesses is we like design products and we're like yeah they last but we've only been going for two years so we can only kind of say that they've lasted the last two years exactly so with designing everything and sampling and waiting for it to be made and stuff there must have been a lot going on in like regards to the setup what were the biggest challenges you faced when you were setting it up well one of the biggest challenges was it was just me for quite a long time Mm. and so I was trying to kind of get this business going like doing all the marketing for it whilst also doing all the logistics side of things so I was a person like running around like packing bundly sending them out sending return clothes to the laundry getting those back like it was <laughs> it was a lot like I was actually like so physically exhausted from it but now we've partnered with a fulfillment company who handle all that side of it and they do all the cleaning in-house which is great because it means that like us as a business can focus on marketing and like the customer experience and now I've actually got 
two other people working with me, which is very nice. So we can spread the load a bit. Yeah. So I think definitely in the initial stages, it was just like having to be like a one woman show doing every aspect of it um, was like really fun and really exciting, but also like very tiring. Yes. Yeah. I can sympathize with that a lot. And I'm very jealous (laughs) that you have a team of people. When you started hiring people, did you know what aspects of the business you still wanted to do and what aspects you were like keen to get rid of? as quick as possible see this is what I'm still figuring out because I feel like because I'm so used to being in control of like every every aspect of it I'm having to learn like that it's okay to like share (laughs) business with other people so yeah like um one of the people that we have in the team has like a really distinct role so she's our buyer she's the person who's working on like collaborations with other brands and we're just hiring someone else right now who was our intern and she was kind of helping out in all aspects of the business her role is going to remain the same because what I've realized is when you're doing a startup there's just so many different aspects and you don't have the funds to hire a person for each like mm. specific role but it's really great to have those all-round people who can help out in lots of different aspects um and I'm still trying to figure out like eventually as the team grows what my main role would be I think I'm I thought I was going to be more marketing but actually I'm leaning more towards like product and product development like that side is really interesting to me and just making sure like the customer experience is great from the website to like the touch points with customer service to when they receive the clothes and I think that's really important with what we're doing because we're like a product and a service so yeah I think I'm leaning towards that yeah product development side of things yeah that's the fun part that's the creative yeah that's the thing (laughs) that's where you get to have like new ideas and test them out yeah yeah so obviously everyone's been working from home if they can for like the past few months um so as your team grows do you have are you most people working remotely or do you have like a, a headquarters yeah so we were working out of a co-working space before all this kind of craziness hit um, and now since since March we've been working from home and it's actually quite interesting because our intern was meant to start with us like at our physical like London space mm. and she actually has to start remotely from home so we definitely have to kind of develop new ways of communicating. But it's quite good. I feel like when you like trust your team you kind of know people are always working on stuff and um, so yeah it I, I feel like lucky that I kind of know that I know they're getting on with it like I have that confidence in them mm. but yeah we definitely have to find ways to communicate and always like keep each other updated so a lot of zoom calls we've also been using slack which I used to be so anti-slack <laughs> <laughs> before all of this happened like I'm one of those people who like never applied to whatsapp and stuff like I just hate notifications like I try and reduce the amount of notifications I have but slack actually has been a godsend <laughs> <laughs> that's good yeah I'm really interested in seeing how businesses are gonna like change over this time and kind of move away from that nine to five everyone has to be in the same office space to be productive yeah and I think like so often like I'm sure you'll know it as well like when you have a day where it's just yourself you can get so much done and like sometimes when you are in the physical space and like you're getting questions about different things or you're like bumping into people especially in a co-working space I sometimes feel like oh I didn't actually achieve that much this day so I think what we'll probably end up doing is like kind of a combination of the two mm-hmm. like mainly working remotely from home but then maybe coming into a co-working space and booking out a room one day a week so we can all like join together yeah 
yeah that sounds like the way forward that most businesses would take yeah Yeah. and it's just great as well because it means it kind of opens up hiring to be a lot more flexible Mm. so um our buyer is like a parent and her two children could be like out of school at the moment so it's been quite hard for her like having to juggle both sides but it's great that like there is flexibility there when you're working from home so she's been doing kind of very random days and like very random hours but she's still getting the work done so I think it'll definitely make companies revisit what they thought was possible in terms of flexible working which is only a good thing yeah hopefully hopefully so it was a bit of a tangent there but I just thought I was it was something I've been thinking about a lot so I thought I'd ask you about it yeah um but while we're on the topic how has the like situation the last few months affected the business and baby rental because I guess people are still having babies babies are still wearing clothes (laughs) exactly yeah that's the thing people will never stop having babies so no we we've been quite lucky in that we haven't really seen many negative impacts like obviously we had to make some changes like we as a team we're working remotely our like shipping days went down to once a week just so that one person could just go into the fulfillment center and fulfill all the orders in one go Mm. um and we've had to make like the returns process more flexible like when people can't get to a post office um but in general like we've actually seen like an increase in orders over the last couple of months mainly because people are stuck in their homes and they still need the baby clothes and I think they're really seeing the benefit of having like a whole wardrobe of clothes just delivered to them in one go um so yeah it's been quite good I think the kind of bit that I'm a bit worried about is just the whole rental industry as a whole because like with like women's where rental startups a lot of those are occasion based and Mm. there haven't been any occasions for anyone to get dressed up for apart from maybe like a weekly zoom so I think I'm yeah just a bit concerned about those other startups because obviously like the industry it really felt like there was like a lot of momentum behind it before COVID hit and I really hope that it hasn't set set it back too far Mm. yeah I I agree I spoke to by rotations founder a few episodes back yeah and she said people were renting out dresses for like their lockdown birthdays which I thought sounded like a really nice idea yeah yeah because I guess you haven't spent the money you might have spent on going out for a meal or something like you can spend more on treating yourself to dressing up nice yeah yeah that's so good and also um I don't know if you know High Street they introduced a try-on service which I thought was such a good idea so basically it was like 15 pounds I think it's still going actually um and you can rent five pieces just for like four days you can try on the dresses at home and then when events do start again you'll know what you thought looked good on you and then you'll be able to rent that out again I thought that's a good idea that's a really good idea because now we've got the time to be trying stuff on at home exactly that's the thing I got one of their try-ons and it was just like a fun activity (laughs) (laughs) a little catwalk at home yeah I know my boyfriend was quite shocked to see me out of like leggings I think hygiene is probably the thing that will put most people off renting Mm. from following this situation yeah definitely and I think that's where potentially the peer-to-peer rental services Mm. may struggle a bit um at least when you're kind of like a business which keeps hold of the stock you can maintain the standards of the stock that's going out so like for us we use that ozone sanitization and we've always used it like since before coronavirus um which ensures that all clothes are sanitized when they leave the warehouse so clothes are actually like cleaner than any you can find in the shop mm. um but i think yeah de- definitely people are going to be thinking more about the hygiene side 
um, which is very sad because I'm sure people will be thinking about it for second-hand clothes as well, like kind of anything where it's been with someone else. Mm. And I really hope it doesn't put too many people off. Yeah, I hope so too. I hope. I think it might take a while, but hopefully we can get back yeah. and kind of readjust yeah. to it. Yeah. Mm. Well, Depop, Depop seems to be doing amazingly. I know. Like, they've had like such an increase in traffic and sales like my sister has like mm-hmm. set up a default shop and like she's been selling so much it's actually wild yeah. so so maybe it's like the gen zers are not really put off maybe it's kind yeah. of very the generation yeah i've definitely spent a lot more time browsing depop i haven't sold that yeah. much on it <laughs> i spent more time browsing on it yeah <laughs> obviously you spend a lot of time going to parent groups and stuff like that what do you mm-hmm. find often puts parents off renting baby clothing um I think there's there's some parents where it just maybe is not for them like maybe they're the kind of parent who just loves the whole buying side of mm. things and wants to pop to the shops and like um wants to keep those items as well because some parents just love having pieces as keepsakes that they can look back on but I always kind of think we're not we're not trying to convince everyone that renting for them because it isn't for everyone and also yeah people do mention I think people sometimes get concerned that if their baby like like stains an item what will happen like will there be like fines and stuff (laughs) but that is not something they have to worry about like we we know life of a baby like gets messy like (laughs) that's how it should be I actually get more confused when like people return a bundle and it all looks pristine I'm like <laughs> did you even put this on your baby <laughs> yeah yeah like why is there not like a few stains or something so yeah we have the rental insurance which kind of covers that concern yeah and I think in general it's just whenever there's like a new concept people often like to hear from their friends that they've tried mm. it too so we definitely see kind of like spikes like when one friend will kind of be that like early adopter who will try it out and then they'll tell other people like in their NCT classes or in their like baby yoga classes and then like you kind of see like a spike around a certain area as people are spreading the word so yeah I think I I mean it's only natural that you kind of want to hear from someone else who's actually tried it out Mm. and I think that's just a barrier that a lot of new services have to get through yeah especially when I'm sure like when it's your child I don't have children myself so I don't really know but like when it's your child I'm sure you're more fussy than you are when you're looking for something new for yourself yeah yeah exactly and when parenting's new to you as well like you're always going to other people for advice and there is lots of like advice out there um, and I think you always just kind of want to get that second opinion like is this okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure so what's your favorite part of running Bundley? I think it is just the fact that I know that we're making like a positive environmental difference and that's kind of yeah something that I'm always trying to do in my life so it's really nice that my work is also doing that too and I mean I love the variety in the days like the fact that like I'm recording a podcast with you today and then like I've got like another like Zoom meeting later and then I'm actually speaking to Tamsin who runs on loan the women's wear rental service later on today as well I'm going to solicitors today like like every day is like very varied which I think really like suits my personality because I'm quite like high energy Mm. (laughs) I need stuff going on like all the time which is yeah so it suits that and I think just in general like whenever we get positive feedback from parents that's just like so lovely and like parents are always messaging me like like oh, I'm spreading the word to everyone about this like it's just so cool like and yeah getting those messages I'm sure you have it as well when you get like a positive message 
from a customer is just, it's just such a good feeling. And I feel like if I was working at someone else's company and getting those positive messages, I'd be like, oh, okay, great. But like, when yeah. it's your own company, you're like, oh my God, like I actually made that happen and like made that person have that experience, which is just, yeah, it's great. Yeah, then it's personal then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, it makes my day when I get a nice message from someone. So nice. Yeah. I always try, now that I know like how much of a difference it makes, I always like try and like email like founders and stuff when I've had a good experience with their product, just be like, oh, so no, yeah. Yeah. I know how it will change their day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. I should do that more. <laughs> so how has running a business with a sustainable ethos impacted your personal life? I know you said you were kind of interested in it before but I'm curious whether you've made any changes since then yeah well I definitely think more about my like clothing choices now I think that before I started kind of researching Monday I hadn't really realized like the environmental impact of our clothes and I Mm. just hadn't realized like this scale to which we're producing clothes like a hundred billion items of clothing get produced every year it's just wild isn't it like you can't even fathom what 100 billion pieces looks like um so yeah I definitely question my own wardrobe a lot more and at the moment I'm doing the year of not buying any new clothes which is actually really good I'm like 11 months in so I've got one more month to go so nearly made it um but that's that's definitely kind of yeah just made me look at things in a different way and try out new ways of accessing clothes like I well before coronavirus hit I was like always like popping into charity shops I have this one charity shop by me which is like so so good like I'll have an idea something like I wanted a denim jumpsuit I was like okay let me go into my favorite charity shop and like found the perfect denim jumpsuit (laughs) in my size like they always it's like a magic charity shop it always seems to have exactly what I I want (laughs) don't give away its location (laughs) yeah I know seriously I'm keeping that one close to my chest um, and then like I like rent clothes like special occasions so if it's like I don't know a party or like date night or something I'll like rent a dress like specifically for that so yeah doing that challenge has like definitely helped me to see like I don't need to be buying all this Mm. stuff and like finding new ways to get clothes actually my friend because she knew I was doing it she had a clear out of her wardrobe last week and she posted me a few pieces it was really nice so like everyone should try it and tell all their friends by the way I'm doing it and you'll probably get (laughs) given some pieces to borrow yeah especially running a rental platform I'm sure you're quite keen to rent out your own clothing as well yeah exactly I think there's there's just so many new ways and definitely in like other aspects of my life as well like I'm trying to make changes just yeah in terms of like consumption I think I just now just end up questioning every purchase like do I actually need this like Mm. I think before I was like such like a impulse purchaser um and now it's partly from running a startup based on sustainability but also partly from the financial side of running a startup yes. meaning you don't pay yourself very much <laughs> like it's definitely helped me reduce my consumption <laughs> yeah I think that's the main thing that's reduced my <laughs> consumption <laughs> yeah. it's like oh well I'm not going to consume much because I can't actually afford much so <laughs> yeah. but I think it's it's a good pattern to have <laughs> it is it's it's for a good habit to get into definitely <laughs> yeah, yeah. so you said you're like on the go all the time and you're trying to fit lots in how do Mm -hmm. you like look after yourself as a founder and maintain some balance (laughs) I think lockdowns probably helped me get a lot more balance because I think yeah running a business in London it's just kind of craziness Mm. even just like the fact that 
commuting and just like bopping around to different meetings like I'd probably be on tubes or trains for like three hours a day which is just such a time suck so I think yeah on lockdown I've definitely had a little more of a balance than I would normally have like I try to exercise each morning like it's just like 20 minutes but it makes me feel so much better in the rest of the day um and try to be like more walks and just try to have some time where I'm not purely thinking about Bundley because I'm sure you find it. It's hard to switch your brain off. Like, I'll be having, like, a relaxing bath, but I'm actually just thinking of, like, ideas for Bundley. So I do try and do, like, activities that are more, like, distracting. So, um, like, one of my main hobbies is dancing. And normally I go to, like, a dance studio, like, once or twice a week. But, like, here I've just been doing, like, online classes. But when you're learning a dance routine, you literally can't think of anything else. Otherwise, you won't get the routine. So that's quite a good one for kind of zoning out and just relaxing. Mm, that's a really good one to switch off to yeah yeah do you have do you have any ways of switching off no to be honest lockdown has made me worse because I (laughs) work from I work from home beforehand and yeah I went to the gym and then when my boyfriend came back from work I'd stopped working Mm. but now we're in lockdown like last night I was working up until like 11 and then I took my laptop to bed and I was editing and it's like it just the days just blur like work just blurs out of the lines of nine to five and when I started this this was like I hate this word but this was my side hustle and I was working full-time so this was like my creative like space away from working and now like this is just my life (laughs) that's the thing like because because it is something you're so passionate about it's like those extra hours you're like oh like I want to do them but then yeah then it's like you don't really have that balance yeah there'll be some weeks where you'll feel really motivated and really creative and you'll like start to think of new ideas and then like the next week you're feeling a bit burnt out but you need to finish what you started last week yeah I have that I always like because I realized when I work on the weekend the week following it is less productive but when I'm in that like productive mode I'm like okay let's do like full Saturday like let's get this like finished la 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 and then the next week is like less productive anyway so it's like I don't know, but I do think you have to use that creative energy when, when it comes to you and just, like, kind of run with it. Yeah. And um, just knowing that following the week may, may, may be may a not struggle. Be <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always think when I was working full-time as well, I would have productive days and non-productive days. So if, you yeah. know, it's understandable that I'll have them now when I'm running my own business, it's just slightly more frustrating when you are, it's your business. <laughs> yeah yeah I feel you <laughs> you want to be productive all the time yeah I think that's that's the thing it's like you're like how can I be more efficient like how can and yeah you'd probably never think like that when you were working for someone else exactly like when I was working for someone else it's like oh can I take another toilet break yeah like oh it's 12 o'clock it's lunchtime right yeah <laughs> not gonna see me for an hour <laughs> yeah it's it's definitely a different mindset but running your own business yeah. is so rewarding I'm sure you find that as well and if you know that you've always something you've always wanted to do yeah definitely yeah you just don't get this because like before I was working for a startup and it was just like a small team like I was like their first employee so I was still getting some of that I don't know there was like a lot of autonomy and I felt like I was like making a difference in the company but it still it wasn't that same feeling as when it's your own mm. That must have prepared you well for running your own startup. Yeah, it definitely prepared me for like the variety and the needing to be adaptable, mm. I'd say. So what does the future look like for Bundley? Well, we've got, yeah, some really exciting launches coming up um, in a couple of months' time. So we're launching those brands 
on Bundley so people will be able to rent from some of their favourite baby clothing brands which I'm like so excited for we haven't released who the brands are yet but I just can't wait to see the response because <laughs> yeah they're just all so great and then we're also launching a new way to rent which again I can't actually say what it is yet but um yeah that is coming soon so yeah definitely keep an eye on like our Instagram and our website because there's going to be changed so exciting things in the pipeline then you need to yeah. watch that yeah. watch this space exactly <laughs> so at the end of every podcast I ask my guests what they've seen or read recently that's left them feeling positive and uplifted about the future and I think that's especially important right now because it's been a tough few weeks so has there yeah. anything you've seen that's left you feeling positive and uplifted um, I think it's just, it's not like a specific thing, but I think just a change in consumer behaviour. Like it seems that people are shifting to living in more sustainable ways at the moment. So whether that's because they're not driving their car or they're choosing to cycle when they do need to go out or going for like long walks. I feel like there's been some changes caused by lockdown that are going to stick because we are reaping the benefits of them. So yeah, I'm just, I feel like hopefully we'll take some positives out of lockdown. Mm. Yeah, I really hope people pause before they rush back into the normal and think about what they want to take away from this time. Exactly. And I think we definitely had more than enough time to think about what we're going to take away from it. So yeah, hopefully. Yeah. What have you enjoyed the most about these last few months? I think it is just not having to commute. I've loved that, like not get because before I like I live um, in like the outskirts of London and having to commute in Central every day, it would take me like maybe like an hour fifteen each way. So yeah, I've just loved having that extra time where I can like actually like do a bit of exercise in the morning, go for like a little walk in the morning. Like me and my boyfriend sit down for breakfast, which is just crazy <laughs> and would have been unheard of before. So like yeah, just having, I guess more peaceful mornings has actually been really nice and I feel like it sets me up for such a better day of working Mm. will you be trying to maintain that definitely definitely I think I'll definitely try and keep that going um just because I've seen like how it's like benefited my like productivity and I think because I will continue working from home mostly it's going to be peaceful yeah yeah that's so good that's so good that you've seen the benefits of because you think slowing down or having a slower morning would have the opposite effect so it's so good that you've seen the benefits of that for like you personally and the business as well yeah exactly well thank you so much for your time this morning and for coming on where can people find you if they want to know more about renting baby clothing yeah so yeah we're bundly so you can find us at bundly.co.uk so that's bundle with an extra e um, and then we're mainly on Instagram at Bundly Baby. So yeah, come and join us over there. Um, we also have a special discount code for you. So if you're a new parent and you want to try out renting or maybe you're currently pregnant and you want to get the clothes sorted, you can get your first month of renting free um, and just use code Agnes for that. Oh, amazing. Thank you so much. I'll pop that in oh, the okay. show notes as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. But yeah so so nice to chat yeah it was so good to catch up and learn more about bundley and yeah good luck with all the future launches thank you thank you i'm excited thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope you enjoyed it if you did i'd be so grateful if you go ahead and subscribe and leave me a review as it really helps my podcast grow if you'd like to find out more about agnes london you can find us on instagram at agnes london ldn 
or by checking out our website www.agnesundon.com. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week with another episode.